0: First round, make it count, toss it out, stir up the crowd. Second round, throwing down, knocking my Time how to get loud.
1: It's the two beer podcast time. Welcome, Benvenidos, Strasvoica. We are the Two Beers Podcast, the pot of the everyman. Thanks for coming back for another week, everybody. I'm Ed Chambers. He's Jorge de Guzman. We are the Two Brew Crew. Jorge. Chacales, Ed, Cham- a- <laughs> Ed Chambers. Ed Chambers. Just go for Chambers. Go for Chambers.
0: Oh, man. Great side piece characters. I will be Jorge de Guzman all day. Um, and I will
1: happily be Ed Chambers. <laughs>
0: yeah, they let him go. Uh. Oh man, <laughs> Two Beers Podcast, pot of the everyman. Let's um, go! Let's go! Let's go! Some big things this week, but in other ways, a little bit of a quiet week. So week ninety
1: three, um, man,
0: episode ninety three. We we really are doing this. Might aren't be we?
1: my favorite year, nineteen ninety three. By the way, oh.
0: Um, That was the year the Penguins were were supposed to three-peat and then didn't.
1: But the Bulls did three-peat. They did three-peat. That's right. Bonds, historic MVP season, year one with the Giants. Mm. It still hurts. Big year. Big, big, big year. 1993. All
0: right. Well, Chambers, uh, assume positions, and I will – uh, man, too bad I don't know any Spanish. That would really come in handy right now, but
1: ah, uh, well, siempre for sangre. <laughs> Sorry, sangre
0: for
1: sangre, sangre for sangre. Yeah, all right.
0: Three, two, one. No explosion I know, I know,
1: this week, baby. I've got four. I've got four solid words of Spa- Spanish. <laughs> what do you? So, what do you... sangre for sangre and chacales? What are you drinking, Chambers? Uh, I am drinking a El Segundo, Broken Skull, Stone Cold Steve Weiser. There you go. Um, I'm circling back to these
0: dancing gnomes. Lull, L-U-L-L. It's a pale. Um, It's not a lot of uh, percent. It's like five. Um, But circling back to these bad boys. Um, All right. So, First order of business was the Zone fight. Ryan Garcia Garcia does not suck. Um, <laughs> I apologize. Whoopsie, my bad. Um, but he he KOs Fortuna in the sixth. Um, made Fortuna look ridiculous. Which I didn't realize that they were doing this at 140.
1: Yep. Um, I didn't. apparent I don't think a lot of people really realized it, but apparently, it had been in the contract negotiations for a uh, for a while.
0: Yeah. So, um, you know, Garcia ends up liking 140. Says he. D- he never even wants to go back down to 135 since he's 510. <sighs> um. But you know, I just want to say, I, I want to just. I don't want to just say I was wrong and then move on here. You, I. You, you weren't wrong. You just call it, you were you you called it like you've seen it the last couple of fights that's true um but i i was what i was hoping for happened i mean there was uh, baby steps i mean there was there's still holes but like hey like he got behind the jab like he was lighter on his feet like he he actually like commanded the ring a little bit and like I'm not saying he totally cut off Fortuna when Fortuna was trying to run, but like he kinda did a little bit and got him in position to, to have some offense. Yeah. Like he didn't he didn't sit back and wait for the fight to come to him and just look confused. He had a plan to get behind the jab, set up his check hooks. I mean there were there were actual feints in there. Mm-hmm. Like I was I was impressed of how far he came in one fight under Goosen. I hope he continues to build on that because, um, you know, still need some head movement, you know, side to side, up, down. The footwork could still be better. A lot, a lot of things could still be better. Um, more combos, uh, stack the combos on top of combos, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But all that being said, there was a lot of positive stuff that King Ryan did. That which is what hasn't been there. The we're, last do, we're doing points. that now.
1: We're doing that, huh? What King Ryan? Yeah, now we're doing that. All
0: right. Oh, okay. What? Whatever. King Rye, Rye guy, Ryan Garcia. Whatever. It's a it's a nickname. Sure. Uh, what do you want to say?
1: Yeah, no, I mean, I, exactly how I thought the fight was going to go. I'm just kind of like I'm kind of surprised that people. It's like this. It's like this similar reaction to uh, the Raleigh fight. Like people were like surprised that he lost in the exact fashion that we all thought he would, because it happened a little bit later than maybe some people did. But I, I, I think we talked. I talked about it last week. Like this is a tailor made guy for Ryan Garcia. Um, I thought he was going to make him look average, and he did. And you know, I thought it was going to be my my over under was I think five and a half. Stopped him at six. Could have easily stopped him in. Uh, in in four four yeah um if he doesn't spit his mouthpiece if Fortuna doesn't spit the mouthpiece out and the ref just lets that attack... like you know clear, he clearly spit it out so I don't know I why clearly they clearly did it on purpose yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't I don't clear I don't really understand that but I mean I guess it is what it is um I didn't think it'd be a long fight I thought he would absolutely put him down with a with a with a liver shot like you know he's got power and 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 hand speed and that that check anyone that boxes is certain that those kind of styles is going to go down just like Joe. Like he'll fight Jojo Diaz in December. Guess what? Guess what's going to happen in that fight? He's going to, he's going to, he's going to stop Jojo Diaz with a vicious liver shot. Cause that's like, he's a comfort fighter in the pocket. That's going to leave himself exposed. So I, I mean, I, 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 wouldn't say I was impressed with Garcia. Cause I, like I, again, I think you're, you were a little over the top of how bad he was. Um, you had a lot more faith in him than I did. Yeah, I just like I like I know he's a good fighter. It's just a matter of, like like are are you really gonna take it your craft seriously and just you know to me I just find him like his shit talking like Devin Haney like annoying. But yeah, yeah, really, yeah, very much. Yeah, I mean that is what it is. I mean this, and it's already kind of starting here. Like the fact that these guys think that. Oh, right, you have anything else in the fight? I don't have anything else in the fight no that's fine except apparently uh some of the voice some of the the sound over and um crowd shots are going to be in creed 3 they used like this this yeah. fight to do that which is pretty dope um still no trailer for that so my summer is still ruined and i'm still depressed but whatever um yeah so the, the talk now is oh tank tanks next tanks next tanks next it's like it's not funny tank next like i don't they have zero leverage um, to get Tank in the ring. And it's not that I don't think Tank would want the fight or even Ellerby. Like, they already tried to make this fight happen, Team Tank. Like, like Team, Team Money. Whatever the hell it is you want to call the backing of Tank Davis. They tried to make the fight after he beat Luke Campbell. And they passed on it to try to have an exhibition fight with fucking Manny Pacquiao. For whatever reason. And that fight went away. So... like there's no he he can tweet about him all he wants but like tank already tried to fight him and garcia just like with devin haney he chose not to fight those guys um if they want to fight it's going to be a showtime pay-per-view it's going to be davis as the heavy a side in the fight like 60 40 is the starting point and 70 30 might actually be the starting point for negotiations um and it's going to be at the weight class that tank davis wants like all this stuff garcia is doing like none of that's gonna work against like they're not gonna get bullied into like fighting this guy i know you we disagree on that but like there's not gonna be any pressure like why why like they haven't cared all this time they're not gonna care now especially for garcia because it's like bro we already tried to fight you and you 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 backed out so like you you have no power even he was just tweeting today about oh 140 makes sense tank uh Tank's Tank's a little chubby and uh, has trouble making weight. It's like Tank just looked like the best shape of his life at 135 and made yeah, the weight easily. Did. Like so, like that shit's not going like that's not going to work. So like the the tactics they're already starting just makes that he's going to have to be Devin Haney. He's going to have to if he wants to stay a fight with Tank, he's going to have to do whatever those guys say. That's it. Like I just, I do just don't know, know why
0: you don't believe in Gestapo tactics. <laughs>
1: Like the zone brings nothing to the table, and I, people were shitting on that idea. I don't know if it was Mannix or whoever. Like, oh, they they bring Ryan to the table. It's like they don't. Like, I like pay, I don't want to. I'm not, not going to pay for their stupid ass pay per view. Like, I'm already pissed at the zone that they made me pay for a Canelo pay per view when they said they were they didn't believe in pay per views. They they just don't. There's just nothing that they there's nothing that they can threaten because Tank Tank can go get Tank can go get five million to fight anybody. Like, it's not. I don't know. That's just my opinion, but guy, give your thoughts on how, why they're going to be able to bully Tank into the ring in December.
0: What the hell does rant
1: mean? Um, <laughs> no, this is annoying me no. because like, because now like all this stuff like date no, like everybody, firstly, every-
0: you you are misrepresenting my the very first part of this. Am I? You you said there's no shot, and I would say I disagree that there's no shot. I'm not saying it's going to happen next. I th- I think there's a chance it happens next. Okay. Um, so that's number one. Um, Apologies. That's okay. Uh, like, there might have to go a, cir- a circuitous route. I yeah, I, I could easily see that for the you points that, that you bring up. Circuitous. Made that word up. I, I did. I I don't know what it means. <laughs> um, but no, I think there's a chance it happens because, um. What, is Tank going to go fight Haney on Haney's terms? Or who, like, is he just going to, he could just, here's his options. He could keep fighting tomato cans, and and they can con- continue to prop these guys up like they're actually something, like Raleigh or whoever else. And they can do what they've been doing. And pe- people are just going to keep saying, like, yeah, Tank, that's fine. Like, you could keep doing that, but you're not, you're not growing your brand or your legacy by doing that. Um, and people are already starting to say that and if he takes another one of those fights that the chorus is just going to get louder um, now like you said it's not, he's not going to be able he, Ryan is not going to get the terms that he thinks he will if he really wants the fight he's going to have to take the B side and take the fight and realize that if he were to go and take the fight and B tank that's where he could go and make all the A side money in the world But I definitely think it has a chance just because, and I don't know why, if Ryan is going to be very public in the negotiations and talk a bunch of shit in the media and social media, like, why wouldn't it put pressure on on Tank's team? Especially after Tank had this, like, oh, I'm getting away from the money team. Oh, maybe kind of I'm getting away from the money team. Well, I actually want to start fighting guys. Oh, but wait, maybe I don't now? I don't. Like, he wants to be his own person, but, like, he his handlers keep pulling him back. I, so, like, this would be yes. a clear opportunity for him to, like, take a fight.
1: No, I agree. I, I just, I, I don't think, I don't think that Golden Boy is going to, they're not, I, I just don't think they're going to agree to t- it's not. There, it's, there, there, there's going to be too much ego. This won't be way. some. Fit, and, and anybody that thinks this should be a fifty-fifty fight, they should both do the pay per view. Like, listen, like that's not boxing. Like, that's not like let's let's not pretend like it is. And like these guys should do it for this. Like, Ryan Garcia went away for a year and a half, and he passed on this fight when it could have been made a year and a half. Like, it, th- like there's nothing on Tank to have to do this. Like Tank's not gonna. Tank is the draw. He just he they just fought. They Tank fought in the same venue as Garcia in december against isaac cruz his ticket was three i think they sold three the the ticket price for the tank fight was three times what the garcia ticket price was and they sold four thousand more tickets and that that fight was in garcia's like like hometown area like tank is the draw tank is the clear a side I, i don't care how many twitter like i know garcia like garcia thinks he's he's more popular than tank he is not more popular than tank like it's gonna be on. It's going to be on Tank and PBCC's terms, and that's how they will play it. It's like, we're hell. we we we'll get in the we'll, we'll get in the river, Ryan. All we want here's here's how the fight's gonna go, and this is why. And if they don't want to do it, then that's on them. And um, like Ryan, Ryan, guys, yeah.
0: Um. So I I agree with you that like Tank is obviously the draw, obviously the A side. Like, and you're right. Um. Golden Boy is gonna have the blinders on and not accept that fact. Agreed. and that's that's gonna be the, the biggest hurdle to this thing. So yeah, so that's but, what I'm
1: saying. Not not to he won't have to do it to the extent that Devin did, but he's gonna have he's gonna have to be. Let's let's like forget the tank shit. Like hey, Ryan, like do you want the fight? Like then you're gonna have to take like t- are you willing to make the concessions? Right, that's that- what I said originally. Like yeah, yeah, the,
0: like Ryan, like if he really wants to make this fight happen, he's gonna have to make concessions. Yeah, and but, I just I don't know. Well, I mean um but we'll here so first question shoot um and i, I haven't i didn't look at box and I, I i didn't go back and i can't i'm terrible at memory but Got like whose last oh let's say the last five fights who fought better fighters uh, last five fights yeah
1: Tank probably still fought the better fighters. I'd say, yeah, no, it's definitely Tank Garcia. Like Garcia fought Santa weak, Cruz. Like, uh,
0: um, the guy at one forty, Mario he Barrios. Fought, yeah,
1: so he's fought... going backwards. He's fought Raleigh Trash, Isaac Cruz is a is a, is a solid opponent. Oh yeah, Isaac Cruz. Yeah, yeah Isaac yeah. Cruz. Yeah, I mean like. Yeah, Isaac. Solid Cruz, guy. That's well, what I'm saying. Isaac Cruz like, was like like to me before Isaac Tate Isaac Davis though. Yeah, like right? to me Isaac Cruz is is way better than um, Fortuna yeah like and for like and that's just because this isn't his weight class he's he's a featherweight like yeah anyway yeah so Cruz um fortuna a featherweight it was i think i think he he was i think he was was like like
0: 158 pounds well not yet now
1: i'm saying when he was in his prime he was like a 126 130 guy i'm pretty sure um and that's where he was, like, really good. And as he's moved up in weight, like like JoJo. JoJo ain't, ain't beaten anybody of any value at 135 because he's got no yeah. fucking power. Anyway, hold yeah. on. So, yeah, so it's been Rowley, who's trash, Isaac Cruz, Decent. solid fighter. Yeah, I mean, Barrios was at 140. Bar- and Barrios is a good fighter, like, at 140. Like, so that was a challenge okay, just giving yeah. him Tank moving up. So, but saying, Barrio, Barrios is better than he's – on, he's on par somewhat with Luke Campbell, I'd probably I'm, say. I don't know about that. All right. Well, whatever. I don't really care. Luke Campbell is um, the
0: with the Olympic pedigree.
1: Yeah, it's fair. Uh, Leo Santa Cruz, who's I mean, Leo, there's Leo Santa Cruz is the best name on probably either of the resumes. Yeah, Tank just He just Tank fought him at his. Excuse me. He moved up and weight to fight Tank. So that's that's like a Ravendale right. Lomachenko thing. But still, he's the best name. And um, then there was Gamboa. So that's his last five. Gamboa's trash. But then Garcia's fought Fortuna. Okay, like I I think. Cruz, Barrios, and um, Santa Cruz are all better than him. Uh, to go was a joke. Whatever the hell that guy's name was, terrible. Yeah. Um, Luke Campbell, Olympic pedigree, good fighter, and um, then he fought like three guys. I would couldn't even tell you what their fucking names were. Yeah. So there yeah. is it, it, the resumes tank. Um, listen, it would be good. So I was gonna say. So let's let's
0: <laughs> just not a full breakdown of the fight, but just. How do we think... Oh, man, we were at 17 minutes already. We're really getting into this. What do you think... Uh, how, I mean, obviously, Tank is the more skilled and, and, and more powerful, better fighter. Oh,
1: I would even. I don't even know if he's the more powerful. Of course, I mean, uh, Garcia's got power.
0: I know he does, but from all... Like, I was listening to... I think it was... Yeah, Porterway had... They had on Haseem Rahman Jr. And Rahman Jr. was saying that in sparring tank like bullies like like one seventy five yeah, like guys. Yeah,
1: like yeah like he was uh like he, I think he he sparred with Sean before the Crawford fight. Um yeah,
0: yeah they said he he just bullies guys in sparring like thirty pounds <coughs> yeah. heavier
1: than him. I, I think tanks I think tanks the better fighter. Um I think he has he probably has more power than Garcia the only the only thing that would concern me in this fight is, um, and I think I said this after Garcia stopped Campbell, and we thought this might actually happen, is that if Tank, if Tank does this kind of the kind of the Canelo style that he's been doing the last few fights, right, where he's like low output, yep. he's just kind of walking you down, and then he just knows he's going to get you. What happens if he doesn't? Get Garcia and Garcia just piles up points because he's gonna have five inches on him. And that's reach. exactly what I was gonna say. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, really, And then if Garcia, like, if, has like to- this version
0: of Garcia, where he he's actually light on his feet and has a, has a sits behind the jab and then builds off the jab. Yeah. If tank, oh. if tank, because of his low output can't work and his work rate's not good enough to close the gap in, in the in the length, then I mean. Garcia could actually he might actually win that fight like yeah he could if that scenario were to play out um but tank, tank yeah, probably or, and if him.
1: tank and then if ta- at that point if tank's got a pr- like thinks he's got a press does he get caught on the inside with one of those liver shots yeah you know what I mean so I think or the, I, or I, the I, I would uh... right to the
0: right to this right to the uh the equilibrium man
1: good could happen. Yeah, I, I mean, is it? Isn't, I think it's a good fight. Like, I, I mean, I, I'd, I'd pay the hundred dollars to see it. That's for sure. Maybe depending on where it'd probably be Vegas. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I mean, we'll see, like, I, okay. know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's a, it's, it's not a slam dunk that Tank wins the fight. I mean, I, again, I would definitely pick Tank. Um, but yeah, we'll see. My, my gut, we see, um, you're gonna see Garcia fight JoJo Diaz. November, December, um, which is fine. Like you know, again, solid name. Garcia then get fights three times in 2022, which is what he needs to do. And Tank probably fights uh, Michelle Rivera um, in December or whatever. The guy who looks like Muhammad Ali. Yeah. He'll fight. He'll fight him for the fake 135 belt that he has. Uh, again, and he's a good fighter. I like Rivera. Is a good fighter. Like tank. Tank. That's that's not like a you know a tomato can. that tank's gonna go in there against. You know. I mean, I tank's going to be favor, heavily favored to win. I was gonna say it's 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 nah. not. Like I I like Rivera. I mean I've watched a lot of him on I, the. I own like
0: life. I like Rivera too. But yeah, like I, again, you're that's like. Nah. I think, I
1: I think, I think he, I think he's good. I think he, I, I, do I think he can be tank? No, like I, but there's certain guys that I don't think can be, that can be beaten. (laughs) You know, like I don't think, I don't think anybody outside of like Alomachenko can be tank, you know? So it's like anybody else that he fights, I'm going to pick tank anyway, but at least that's not like, he's not going to fight Colbert. (laughs) Or is it, wait, that's it. Was that the guy with the hair that was like celebrating that he lost and didn't get knocked out? It's Colbert, right? I always...
0: I was yeah. You always get yeah.
1: No, faultnet It's not faultnet Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's Col- Colbert, Colbert, yeah. who got absolutely embarrassed Colbert, by a legitimate yeah. Phil. Like that would be a joke. You know what I mean? And that's something they would have that they would have set up a year and a half ago for Tank. Like Rivera, at least, is a legitimate. He's a he's a he's a mandatory guy, and he actually has skills and is that weight class. So I think that's what we see again. I I would be incredibly shocked if we see that fight at the end of the year. Maybe 2023, because maybe something. You know, so, uh, who knows? It's just they're not. Nobody's. Team Tank has no reason to blink, and so it's going to come down to Dazone, um, Golden Boy, and Gar and Garcia, just doing what they need to do to get that fight with Tank Davis to put him to the next level, like like Devin did. And I don't think I don't think they'll do that. So there you have okay. it. All right. Um, Sorry, no boxing this week, so it's good to talk about that.
0: Yeah, yeah, nothing coming up for this this weekend. Um, Okay, last weekend, switching to golf was the British Open. St. Andrews, the weather was so mild that they were assaulting the course. Um, Usually in a major, you don't want to see the scores get super low. I kind of... I enjoyed this one man. Like I don't know about you or anybody else, but like it was the course was rewarding the players who were bold enough to make a play and it was still punishing them if they weren't making the, like a good enough play. Um
1: yeah, I don't I don't mind it. Uh, yeah, like
0: like it was like, what was it that masters that was during the pandemic when D- I think Dustin Johnson wanted it at like minus 20, like that was, that was annoying. But, uh, this, this I thought was, I mean, the greens were still ridiculous. They were all the undulations, um, the fairway, uh, like the fescues didn't play as bad cause they were dried out because of the nice weather. Um, I don't know. Like, I just, I still just really enjoyed it. Um, other than the fact that freaking Rory had it in the bag, we could have we could have come out winners, but man, Cam Smith, the Aussie, a freaking thirty on the back nine of the U.S. Open to take home the claret jug, unreal. Like that was that was incredible. I mean, the guy did like to talk about not blinking, Drew. Like he he just couldn't miss a putt. He like the one on I think it was seventeen. When he made the par and he was, he tried to make a play to get close to the hole and he got behind the bunker and then he putted it like around the rim of the bunker and then putted it in for the par. Like that was, that was insane. That was, that,
1: that was ghost uh, plan on prime that it just didn't work out so well. Wait, what? The putt around the rim of the bunker. You just there were three straight induendos that you had as you described that, that hole, so I just I've, I've rolled with it. Continue. <laughs> I was I was gonna keep saying it but then you kept you just did it it was like another one and then another one. Three straight double entendres. I'm like, oh this is perfect.
0: Oh man. Was that like six entendres? Three straight double
1: entendres. I guess I guess that's how that would uh six tendre. I guess that would I guess that would work. Um stick it in the hole right around the rim and I forget what the middle one was, but <laughs> it was great too. It was also a good one. Oh, man. Ah. Woo! But, um, yeah, I I mean, I, other
0: than wanting Rory, like, if Rory, Rory couldn't get it done here, and it was like, he even said it after <sighs> the round. He was just like, I didn't do anything bad. I just couldn't hit any of the putts. And it's like, yeah, again, the course was rewarding the players who made bold plays. And he just made simple plays, and he wasn't getting his approach shots close enough for for like he was all of his birdie pots were like 18 feet all day like he had no like six foot birdies like yeah. go f- like he had no holes where he just went for it and like you got beat and it's again you didn't do anything wrong but you, didn't, you weren't bold
1: enough for the win um yeah he was a real david sims
0: for the week uh, si Siwoo Kim started out top five on the last day and finished outside the top 20. That was oh wait, did I get paid on that? I forget. Uh, Willie Willie Z almost snuck back into the top 20. No no, Siwoo Kim made top 20. That's right. I got paid on that one. But it was it would have been nice if Rory would have won. I could have got paid on that too. But I I know I ended up netting out. The only bets I won was Matsuyama beat Kisner on day one. And Siwoo Kim ended up top 20. Sam Burns, I, I can't – I know at one point he made a move, but he didn't finish top 20 either. Um. Yeah, Tiger, man. How about that? Tiger. Yep. Did we see – is this the last of Tiger
1: Um. And a major? I don't think so. What is he, 40 – is he 46? Yeah. No, I don't think so. How old is Phil? 50 or 51. Nah, I think he'll yeah, It might be for... the last time he travels travels over there, but no, I think he'll still um I mean I think, I, th- I think we'll still see him. Phil still has his full leg. He's going to he's going to go over to Germany and get some of those like blood blood things they do or, you know, get a new knee, new calf, whatever it is and be back. It's going to happen. Bionic man. Yeah. Whatever they do over in Germany, it's going to happen.
0: Uh man, I don't know. I uh <sighs> i i honestly don't know
1: i will we ever see him contend again um i think he might win one more major in the next five years really yeah maybe maybe one and then that'll put him what two within um jack Uh and i think that'll i i I think that'll be it i think i'll have one more in him
0: i i i don't even think he contends anymore
1: who how what's the how how old was how what's the oldest person to win a major
0: the age. Uh, Phil did it at age fifty. That was the was oldest. he forty nine? Didn't, didn't,
1: didn't Westwood, Lee Westwood do it at like fifty five or some shit?
0: No, or somebody. I, not Lee Westwood.
1: Some somebody wasn't. I thought somebody was like fifty five that won.
0: No, not too long ago. No, um, Jack was I think forty six or forty eight when he won the Masters. God, if
1: only we had some type of mechanism to be able to check
0: this. Uh, hold on, I'm, I'm looking. On. I'm
1: looking. You keep going. You keep talking. You keep talking. Open.
0: Well, I just, I just don't think he's going to. Uh, I don't think he's going to be able to to compete anymore. That I mean, the leg is just, just in shambles. He swings all upper body now, and like, these guys just hit it so long, and like, I, know, I know he, his ball speed is still average for the oh, tour. Yeah,
1: fifty. Yeah, fifty. You're right.
0: Phil, Phil was fifty and what was Jack?
1: Forty six? Um I don't know. I just have I just he just showed up. Hold on. Yeah, forty six. He, yeah. he won the Masters in nineteen eighty six. Julius Julius Burroughs in sixty eight was forty eight. God. Tom Morris Senior in eighteen sixty seven was forty six. Jesus. Um yeah, so yeah. Phil Phil's the only one that's even smelled it in the last uh
0: Like I said, man thirty years in the next what what i say 2025 LIV is going to be acceptable they they're, they're going to tweak their format again and and uh, this is another point i made to the to the crew like Cam smith the back nine sunday to major LIV's current format can't touch that like and yeah. again i know what they're trying to do they have a shotgun start that way a day of golf is all um like four hours. Like the round's done in four hours and it's just like every other sporting event that's done in three or four hours, and you don't have to sit there all day for each 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 guy's round to finish. So like that's that's their shtick, but like at the same time like you you just lose the drama of the back nine. And like you don't know who's on what holes. Like they tell you, but like their scoreboard sucks. And it, it's just hard to follow. I've tried to watch two rounds of lives so far, and it's just, it's not enjoyable. Like, you don't know who's doing what or where, and, like, names are flying all over, and they have, like, half of the guy's name up there. Like, it's it's not good. It's not mm-hmm. a good production. Um, so, but, if they throw Tiger a bunch of money when Tiger's 50, and they tell him he could use a cart, and he doesn't have to play as much, and... I don't know. They get their format together. Maybe, maybe it works. But also, uh, they just snagged David Faherty. Did you see that, Mm-mm. David? David Faherty. that that announcer. He goes, "Oh, that's a that's a flag molester."
1: <laughs> no, I didn't. didn't oh, that's so. all.
0: Yeah. That, oh, that that green's as smooth as a baby's bottom. Like that that guy. Yeah, they got they got David Faherty... They snagged Henrik Stenson, the Ryder Cup captain, which is clearly just just a, a big middle finger to the PGA tour, because Henrik Stenson's old over the hill. He ain't winning anything. Right. They just want they just wanted him because he was a Ryder Cup captain. Um and Charles do you see Charles Barkley? I was Barkley? gonna say, do
1: you think that's real?
0: I don't know, man. Charles Barkley said that he would kill a relative for two hundred million.
1: So <laughs> 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 I, I i mean how much would you think they'd have to well no no i I, I meant do you think do you think it's real that they they actually are reached out to him yeah yeah okay do you think, um do you how much do you think it would take for chuck to jump ship over there I, I, how much i wish i knew 25 I, million a year Probably yeah. Like I bet you he probably gets what maybe a couple million to do inside NBA. Yeah, pro- yeah. Like I, maybe, I a, maybe a million. Maybe I was gonna say two. no. Like I, I think people think he probably makes like ten million a year doing that. I doubt it. I'd be shocked no, I, if it's I, that I, much. I saw
0: someone say, "What if they throw ten million at him?" Is what I saw someone on Twitter say. I'd be, I'd be out. <laughs> you think he'd take ten million? Yeah. A year?
1: And if it if it fails and they get rid of him, like inside NBA would take him back in a fucking heartbeat. Yeah. Um, I mean. Yeah. No, man. Uh, how, maybe, I wonder maybe. how much he made during his career. Uh I bet you he probably made like 60 um 60 million.
0: Yeah. But I
1: mean let's say Charles Barkley NBA earnings. Let's see.
0: Barkley career earnings. 40 click
1: million.
0: 40.3. Yeah. Mm. So, if they offer him 10
1: I don't know. Yeah. Uh yeah, Kiko. I'm trying to see if I can get his inside the NBA. Um,
0: Ba-na-na-na. I don't know. Uh, I, but like why would they want him though? Like like what's he going to add to an actual
1: golf broadcast? Um uh, people just tune in for Charles Barkley. They do. You know? And like I don't
0: I think it's just going to get more and more acceptable because like look at Botch, dude.
1: Yeah, 1.5 mil reportedly is what he gets so look look even even if they offer him even if they offer him 10 million (laughs) 10 million dollars right
0: but like saudi arabia hosts tons of fights and wwe stuff like like so what do we what like why is golf being singled out amongst all these other sports plus they the saudis already own like what three soccer teams like all kinds of soccer teams like saudi princes and the saudi yeah. fund and stuff like i don't know man this is i i feel like this is uh, on there there is a part of me that feels like it's a major sell job by the pga tour Be, it, when you look at all these other sports that the saudis are already in
1: yeah maybe maybe it's maybe it's people ha- i think people still have this old sense that like Golf is this pure game that money isn't like, money hasn't corrupted the sport. But I don't think people realize like how much these golfers like make. Like clearly, the live stuff is way more, but like these golfers make a pretty good living. The top guy, the the best guys. So maybe that's what it is. Golf has always been a game of
0: the elite, though. So like, yeah,
1: that's (laughs) why. I'm saying maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah. All my only contribution is. Uh, my, I thought my man Scotty chef was gonna was gonna make uh, make you eat your your lack of uh, one ski two ski three ski five skis on him last week um, as you rat- ratted off the thirty five people that you bet a dollar to five dollars on and he wasn't one of them um, and like I said Rory like I said last week man it's gonna break your heart
0: yeah Rory blew it for me uh and scotty chef let you down what are you gonna do um all right getting What's into do, brah? brah what happened to brah um getting into the midsummer classic uh every year i say i'm not gonna watch the home run derby and the baseball all-star game and there's nothing else on and i throw it on in the background and i see a little bit of it and that's what happened <laughs> um juan soto takes the home run derby big news is, is that he turned down a 15-year, $440 million deal. Yeah. Um, what's your opinion on that? Um,
1: That he doesn't want to spend the majority of his career with a loser organization?
0: Yeah. I mean, they did win that one championship.
1: I mean, yeah. Every once in a while, hot pitching can get it done. I'm pretty sure they've been the worst team in baseball in the last three years, but... I wouldn't know. Um, <laughs> I do. T- I think they've been
0: worse than the Pirates. To be perfectly honest with you, I meant hot pitching, getting it done. But that
1: too. Gotcha. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't. Um, who's the highest? What's the highest contract at this point? People were joking about the Harper contract, which I mean, he's only been an MVP candidate every year with it. But like, that's I don't. Know, there's there's contracts that are way higher than his at this point, right? I don't think
0: I think it's Harper and Trout I thought were the two biggest Oh no, somebody
1: else who's who's the was the guy Colorado the third baseman who signed like a big deal? Um I don't know. I thought somebody else did. But yeah, I mean somebody somebody'll pay him pay him more. I don't I, I don't know I don't know if it's because they don't really have like a fan base or like media base um the Nationals. So, I don't know if it's just uh he doesn't want to play there or he thinks he'll get more from another team. Which I'm sure he will. Um, yeah, I, I got the
0: highest contracts here is Mike Trout, four hundred and twenty six million over twelve years. Mookie Betts, twelve years, three sixty five. Uh Francisco Lindor, ten years for three forty one. Uh Tatis Junior, fourteen years for three. Tatis, that's
1: what I was thinking of. What teams he play for? San Diego, ah, San Diego. That's what it was. My bad. Bryce Harper, thirteen years, three thirty. Yeah, so Bryce is like what, like sixth? Stanton, uh, he's better. He's better than all those guys. Fifth, fifth, and he's, he's not better, better than-, than Trout. Uh, we'll debate that another day. Okay. No, nah, I'm kidding. <laughs> You're right. Good point. He's not better than Trout. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> uh, Stanton and Seager. There's there's a handful of three hundred million plus contracts. It looks like there's nine of them. Um, And he'd be the... Wait, what did I say Trout was? Was Trout 400?
1: 412, is that what you said? No, bets was 4, 412.
0: 4 20, no, Betts was 365. Uh, Trout, Trout was 426. So he would
1: have been the second... Um, second yeah, and it was
0: over 15 years. So, like, I, I kind of get the, why he turned it down, quite honestly. Like, you get out of that team, like, it's it's three or four more years than those other guys got, and it's... it's tw- What? 15, 20 more million than Trout?
1: Yeah, but the, aver, so the, but the average annual is not...
0: The average annual is like 28, which in 10 years from now is going to be a steal if, if he's any good. Yeah, yeah. Like, so I kind of get it, honestly. Like, as weird as that is, like, it's a huge gamble because if somebody's guaranteeing you 440 million over the course of your career, like, <sighs> you got to have some cojones to turn that down. Yeah. But he did, and so... As long as he doesn't get injured for the rest of this year, um, we'll see what happens. Um, but, you know, I don't have a lot to say about baseball other than it's a weird year in terms of offensive productivity. Um, like, I, I keep looking at this. There's only one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Ten, there's only 10 guys in all of MLB. With an OPS over nine hundred. And there's only two guys with an OPS of a thousand. You Who's, you
1: who are the nine guys over nine hundred? Ten
0: guys. Uh Jordan, Alvarez and, and Goldie. They're both over a thousand. And then over nine hundred is Aaron Judge, nine eighty three, Rafael Devers, nine eighty, Trout, nine sixty seven, Jose Ramirez. I don't know how he, he keeps clicking, nine forty four. Your boy Freddie Freeman, nine twenty six. Austin Riley nine twenty two, CJ Crone of Colorado nine oh two, Juan Soto nine oh one, and then right behind that is Josh Bell at eight ninety five and Manny Machado eight ninety. But okay. um, yeah, like it's like I guess that's a product of I don't even know what that's a product of. I I, I just think MLB has unjuiced the balls somehow. Uh, Aaron <laughs> Aaron
1: juice the ball.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Like I, I can't even <coughs> explain it. But Judge has 33 homers. Schwarber is 29. Austin Riley for Atlanta has 27. Jordan Alvarez has 26. And my boy Giancarlo Stanton at 24. Trout at 24. Etc. cetera, Etc. Etc. Um, et the pitching is is unreal. Uh, I guess to further my point, Shane McClanahan is just dominating. Um, Sandy Alcantara uh, from Miami a beast. Justin Verlander, I mean freaking throw back the clock. One point eight nine ERA. Whatever the stat was, there's only like so many like old guys that have have done what he's doing, like a handful, and he, he's just going off. I mean that guys with the ERA there's three guys with the ERA ERA under two right now. Like that's that's absurd. And yeah. and then the fourth guy, Tony Gonsolin of of the Dodgers, is two point oh two. Like Okay, I, I, don't, I don't know, whatever. I, I don't know what to say MLB. You got weird rules, like pretty now. pretty
1: pretty wild. They uh, messed up the home run count for uh, Schwarbies.
0: Oh, I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> for, for Albert.
1: <laughs> Not really sure how that works, but sure.
0: You know, I it never honestly occurred to me in my life how weird Albert Hole's last name it could be if you're like a like a nine year old Holes like a poo like poo <laughs> like like poop
1: and hole Yeah, I get it. I like the old format. It's I mean I watched it still, but I don't I I don't, I don't like what they do now with the three We're just going to go right over poo holes, huh? Yeah. Nah, I mean I laughed. It was cute for a minute. Okay. Well, or, yeah, or, I agree with you. Was, I like the old, I was I like the old Sorry, format. It was too. it was it was cute and worth the pregnant pause. Uh
0: I really I'm with you. I like the old format better cuz like like who cares? Yeah. It's a. Like, you don't even get to see the homers land the, in this format. Like they're just like, yeah. oh well, oh wait, and I'm like, wait, did that go out or did that not go out? And like and numbers like, who are cares popping about,
1: up. Yeah, like who cares about the vi It's like the the NBA three point contest. Like they've got, oh wow, if like, we can watch somebody hit thirty, it's like, cool. You gave them, you gave them uh, an entire, you gave them five more money balls and two four point ball. Like who cares? It's all relative. Like just, I'd rather just see him shoot thirty and. And go like let's just roll.
0: Yeah, I, I like the old format better as well. Yeah, I don't think anything was wrong with it. I, Again, from the, a viewer the, from a viewer standpoint, I think it's, I, I, it, yeah, you have to sit through the takes, but like you don't get to see the homers in this one. Like, if somebody yeah. were to hit one five hundred homers, you would never even see it. They'd be on to the next pitch yeah. before it even and lands.
1: The, listen, the only the only thing that makes these things boring is when the stars aren't doing them. That's it. Like if stars are doing the three point, con- like well I don't not to of the NBA but like if stars are doing all these contests like I'm watching like I'm watching all those guys if like non stars are doing that shit then yeah like I'm not gonna watch it like I you know it, it's just dumb
0: yeah yep I agree so all right I don't have anything else on MLB um do you have anything on NBA or NHL I don't have any NHL. Is there anything worth talking about on NBA? I don't probably not at this point, right?
1: Spearman Rhino finally re-signed.
0: Yeah, I like his attitude this offseason. Yeah. He's like, I just want to win. He's like, give me whatever money's left over and <laughs> let's
1: just try and win. Yeah, he signed two two years, 30, 33 per. Um, he was due to make forty seven million this year if he opted in. Uh I like what they did, the Sixers. Um Yeah, you know, I think there's still a move or two to be made. If they they get Reggie Bullock and don't really give up much to get him, I don't know why Dallas would do that, but he's being like linked to them a lot. How much does it cost to go to a six- Sixers game? Um,
0: like a random ticket, like a mediocre ticket.
1: Eh, I mean, you can probably get like nosebleeds for like forty bucks on some nights, I'm sure. So okay, I I, th- I might mean, usually sit in the box, so I'm, I'm not sure, but like a play a playoff game, you're probably gonna spend. For a cheap seat, a hundred and fifty bucks minimum. Alright. So but my son my son
0: just runs around singing the seventy ers song now, so
1: let's do it. Next open opening night. I'm oh like I gotta get it? out there. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You can nah you can they're they're, they're reasonable. All that stuff goes on StubHub. Okay. Um yeah, I think I don't think I have anything else. <laughs> Other than Kyrie not sh- not showing up to, to the Drew League.
0: Oh, how bizarre is that?
1: Yeah, like, I get it. He was doing, like, a camp for kids, which is like, ah, oh, people are shitting on him for that. It's like, no, it's just hilarious that, like, he he made it seem like he would show up to the Drew League and just didn't show up. It's just, like, typical Kyrie. It's like, ah, oh, it's great. It's so good. Don't let anybody know. Yeah, it's like, uh, just be like that guy Kobe Bryant that just, like, showed up and didn't need to... Announced it the night before to get buzz. He just showed up because he wanted to play basketball. So, ah, that's it. Oh, and oh, uh, no, no, there's nothing else. Okay, go. Time for everybody's favorite minute in podcasting. <laughs> the nascar pit stop started out out, <laughs> hey Hey, since you've been gone Sorry, that's all I was thinking about when I went. Zoom, 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 vroom, 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 vroom zoom, zoom, zoom. In zoom. 3, 2, 1, go.
0: Two in a row for the 2-Brew crew. After Truex dominated most of the race at uh, New Hampshire, he lost the lead in stage 3 and could never regain his top spot. The race was exciting in the latter third after that. And our 18-1 to one pick, Christopher Bell, passed Chase Elliott with 40 to go and drove it home for the win let's go that's our fifth win two in a row we go plus 15 on the day our deficit is cut down to minus four two in a row is really going to bring the deficit back next up is pocono the tricky triangle the trioval, two and a half miles low banking for that size of a track sharp angles on some of the turns here we go we got kyle bush the favorite <laughs> seven to one truex ten to one logano 15 to one going on a random hunch keselowski 40 to one There we
1: are. Let's roll.
0: And just to elaborate a little bit, remember last year when Kyle Larson was like, oh, it's okay if I lost. I had a good race, blah, blah, blah. And I ripped him apart. Chase Elliott at the end of this race, they were like, oh, Chase, two firsts and two seconds in the last four races. And he was like, yeah, I gave up that lead when I shouldn't have. That's on me. I didn't execute. I can't. I'm too good to be doing that. That's stupid. I need to win this race. And I was like, let's go, Chase Elliott. Let's go. That's the attitude you're supposed to have. Let's go. Any hoodles? Let's go. Parlay, 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 parlay. Five in a row, we hit it. We are up to $212 on this bet. I'm scared. (laughs) Don't be scared. I'm scared. Um, Oh, I'm scared. Uh, I guess all we still got is baseball. Baseball coming out of the All Star break is so dangerous because like these teams uh, yeah. have been off. So like, they're, like what do you even go with? Um, I don't, I don't even know. Like if the Pirates were playing somebody good, I'd say let's go there.
1: They're playing but, the Marlins.
0: Uh, yeah. Um, the and the Nationals are playing the Diamondbacks, so that's worthless.
1: I've got two. I need your. I want your. I need your kay. opinion. Okay. <laughs> On Sunday, Sunday parlay. <laughs> oh no. Um, I like. I think I like the Cardinals over the Reds. Okay. Nicholas is pitching for okay. the Cardinals. Mahale. mahala, mahala, mahala. Uh, for the for the Reds. I wanted to go Yankees Orioles, but I know the Orioles have been hot lately. The Orioles are above five hundred. Yeah. Which is bizarre. They're at I mean they're at five hundred. I thought they were forty six and forty five the last I looked. Forty six and forty six. Okay. But the problem is I, I can't they don't have any of the pitcher set for this Yank for the Yankees and the Orioles. So yeah. I don't know. What do you what do you what do you what do you think? What do you a safer play there?
0: Phillies to beat the Cubs. That's what you're doing? sunday 1205 okay should we do that
1: i i don't know i just i'm um,
0: i had i had i Wait, had you a- said you said cardinals over the
1: reds yeah shit
0: that's what i was gonna do
1: <laughs> all right um well what day I, I mean i'm picking it sunday let's just both go sunday all right let's do cardinals over the reds
0: and milwaukee over the rockies
1: <sighs> i'm scared jordan milwaukee's home i'm so scared
0: milwaukee (laughs) and the cardinals
1: yeah i just i uh, stupid all-star break we have been or five in a row man for I, i i've i don't even think i don't even know what i was betting on i wasn't even betting whenever we were in the dull day oh no we still had the nba because the season went into august last year or sorry late july because of the um uh, Pandemic the, the, or whatever? The, yeah, the delayed start. So, yeah, we're still betting basketball. I was like, I am on fire with baseball, Jo. Yeah. It might come to an end, and I'll blame the All Star break for that. But goddamn, I've been on fire. We
0: I, we we have. I know. Yeah. We, it's no, we oh we have,
1: no, we haven't. Yeah, oh, okay. I'm just saying baseball wise, I've been I've been lasers for like seven weeks. Yeah. So. Ever since Canelo right. stuck it in us. Yeah. Jerk.
0: Like Teddy KGB stuck it in uh Mikey D. Alright, let's assume positions for beer too. You ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. Alright. I got another one of these Helltown Grand Prix Ales. Uh, it's a Pilsner. Uh five and a half percent. What are you drinking?
1: Uh I'm sitting
0: as Another si- Steve Weiser?
1: Yeah, and I'm not going to lie, it's the same one because the second one, I, the, I brought two down, and one of them, let's just say I think the uh, centrifugal force uh, uh, scene from from Better Call Saul may, be, may, may not be 100% accurate. <laughs> the can <laughs> dropped, I was like, oh, money in the bank. I can just spin this around for like a minute, and it's going to be good to go. It was not. It was not good to go. <laughs> so... That that man down, so I'm stuck with just the one because I was too and lazy. down, man go, down. I was too lazy to go back upstairs.
0: Uh, that's so. cool.
1: But yeah, I was like, ah, oh, this is so great. What are the odds I get to actually try this? And it didn't work.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I did that with my beers this time since my other my other ones exploded last time. These ones were good, but okay. I don't know. Any hoodles. Um so before we get into Better Call Saul, an idea I had if, you know, if, if not everyone's into Better Call Saul, so thought, why don't we do a top five list of, in honor of Better Call Saul, of our favorite spinoffs? Could be TV, could be movies. Dealer's Choice. It's a Two podcast. This isn't the pod for rules. Um. So, on that note, let me get my list up. Um. And I'm going to – I just wanted to throw this – well, let me throw a couple things at you. you ready for this?
1: Go. um, Just go wild with it. Change the rules on me on the fly.
0: Well, no. Firstly, so I wanted to look this up. And it says, a spinoff in television is a new series containing characters or settings that originated in a previous series. Okay. But with a different focus, tone, or theme. Not to be confused with crossovers, revivals, or reboots. Or sometimes even an extension of the same storyline, right? So, that being said, there was so I had a handful off the bat. But I wanted to cross-check some lists just to see. Okay. Like, and stop me if these are on your list, but like, um, Frazier, I knew. Like, like some of the big ones were Frazier and the Jeffersons. And was Sim- he?
1: Was he? Was he? Frazier on Cheers.
0: I don't know, that's a, that apparently...
1: Yeah, it's, I, 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 I've seen Cheers, like, when I was younger, but, like, never, I've never, watched, I, yeah, I would I, never... I was never
0: a big Cheers guy, I watched, like, a couple episodes.
1: Yeah, I've never, I was gonna say, I don't know that I ever fully paid attention for the 30 minutes. And it so wasn't I a
0: big, it wasn't a big, I wasn't a big Frasier guy either, so... Yeah,
1: oh, I loved Frasier, that little dog, oh, love that guy, Eddie. Never really, um, yeah. Yeah, I don't. I just. I didn't know. I knew Kelsey Grammer was in Cheers. I just didn't know. I didn't realize he was fra- If that wasn't he Kelsey was Grammer, coach. No, Kelsey no. Grammer isn't that the guy who plays Fraser? Yeah, who is the guy who played Coach? Uh he does the voice of Mister Incredible. And I always
0: I always conflate those two guys. <laughs> <laughs> what? Any, hoodles. Any hoodles. Uh The the Jeffersons from the bunkers. Mm. I didn't realize The Simpsons was a spinoff from the Tracy Ullman show. I don't know what the hell that is. Yeah, it was just like a skit show, and The Simpsons were like a skit on the show, and then they became their own show. Oh, um, yeah, and start all obviously all the Star Treks, but um, a couple others here that may now getting into my honorable mentions. Do you have honorable mentions? I don't even know if I have a full five yet, so no. <laughs> oh, good lord. <laughs> okay, what are your honorable mentions? All right, Mork and Mindy. I didn't even realize that was a spinoff either, but Mork from Ork was in Happy Days, uh, like, in one episode, and he tried ah. to take he like tried to take Richie Cunningham back to his planet, and then, like, the Fawn stopped him somehow, and then, like, that became its own show. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Pinky
1: and the Brain, Muppet Babies. What's what's P- is that what F- oh, they're off of what Animaniacs? Animaniacs, yeah. Oh, okay. Creed the movie off of off of uh,
0: um Rocky, and um this is this almost almost made the list, but Darkwing Duck off of Duck like spin off from Ducktales because there was
1: because, because 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 launchpads in it. Yeah, that's silly. I well, dark. Darkwing Duck was its own its own entity. Well, Sorry. the
0: writer said that in 2016. The writer said that, but Darkwing Duck actually there was an episode where it got well. No, there were episodes of Darkwing Duck that referenced characters and scenarios from Ducktales. I, I did a lot of research hmm. into this.
1: <laughs> yeah, so that that and Scooby Doo are probably my all time favorite kids cartoons. Yeah, big anyway. duck, big Darkwing Duck guy.
0: All right, so what is your Number five. You go first. Good times. Good times. Um, okay. Yeah. Florida was, like, the maid housekeeper lady on MOD, which, oddly enough, MOD was a spinoff of, of uh, All in the Family, I think. And All in the Family had a ton of spinoffs. And Good Times... Uh, so I read was the uh, first spinoff of a spinoff on TV history, from what I read. Uh, so that Ooh. was interesting. And I, I, this isn't the first time I talked about... I think Florida made my top mothers list, actually, but I love that show. That show's
1: great. Okay, all right, all right. I This probably shouldn't count, because I guess technically your last criteria that they gave you the continuation of a story. I kind of added that one. But what is Oh, you did, oh, you added that. Oh. Yeah. But- uh Kenobi actually came in at my number 5.
0: Yeah, that's that's a that's a borderline one. Um and whether it classifies as a spin-off, but
1: I'll, yeah, I mean there're no rules, so sure. Yeah. Like I feel like it was it was a character from from Star, from the Star Wars movies um and they made they put you out to see what he was doing in those gap years so i i could we we argued about whether mando was a spinoff and i i didn't think it was because he's not in any of the movies um so it's kind of its own entity but yeah but I, i i stuck with my guns really liked kenobi i again i think uh yeah, I would
0: argue it's an extension of the plot because well, yeah. well, you know, well, if, yeah. it kinda links between A and B of what we already knew, but you know, it's what there's no rules, so Yeah,
1: until until you said that I was I I thought I was I had pretty firm footing that it, it would count as a spinoff, but um I'm gonna stay with it. Again, that that we talked about it at detail in detail on last week's episode. If you haven't checked it out what our buddy Star Wars uh extraordinaire case is. That Jay, was great. Yeah. I was that was that was just, it was like
0: fifty minutes we talked about Star Wars and it was so good you should go epic, back and listen to it at,
1: that's that's epic podcasting right there um, the V I mean the Vader Kenobi final battle it's that's, that's gonna go down as like an all time scene in streaming television series so I'm putting it at five my number four
0: family matters I didn't even realize this was a spinoff but. Um, Harriet was an elevator operator at, at the newspaper in Perfect Strangers where Larry and Balky worked I'm like what and so they then they went and gave her her own thing and the show was originally supposed to be about the family but then like halfway through the first season Urkel comes in and just re, you know redefines the whole show um, but yeah man family matters amazing I didn't really even realize it was a spinoff until were they, I
1: started. Were they in Chicago? I guess they had to have been. Balky and... Um, I always forget the other guy's name.
0: Larry and Balky.
1: Larry and Balky. I guess they were in Chicago. I guess so. Because Family Matters takes place in Chicago, right? Yeah. So, ergo, Chicago. Ipso facto. Yeah. I, All guess, right, what's it's your- gotta, I guess it's got to be a... Uh, it's got to be a thing. Yeah. What's your number four? Why? Well, I feel like I just. Uh, what? I feel like I just blanked on it. Oh no! You didn't write them down, did you? No, I didn't. I didn't write them down because I was so. Oh like, goodness gracious! I was so set in my uh, in my footing. Um, <laughs> well, let me let me let me go. With my number three, and maybe it'll come back to me. Um, okay. I'll, I'll figure it out. Uh, Young Sheldon, my number. Uh, is in there for me um I, it's right know, i know you gave up on it pretty early but i, I did I, I i mean me and my wife watched it together i i feel like they really hit the groove in the second um in the second season i just i love all the the side characters that build in the world of sheldon george i mean my name might be named our dog after his older brother uh, georgie in the show Mima. ma um the whole cast and crew, and even still, like, still going strong five seasons, I still think it's, like, really funny, and, um, yeah, I, I really, I really enjoy Young Sheldon, it, know, yeah, it's, it's great stuff, so if you don't, if you don't watch that, I highly recommend, uh, watching that episode, which is funny, uh, I guess this is almost, like, a double spin-off, because remember, do you remember the Big Bang episode where, like, Leonard meets up with his, like, high school bully who ends up, like, coming back to his apartment? Yes. Yes that actor that played the bully plays sheldon young of young sheldon's dad so oh. i guess it's i guess it's almost like a double spinoff
0: mm, i don't think so
1: yeah i tried tried to get it there
0: um okay my number three better call saul wow i, I knew you were gonna be disappointed it's that low but i'm sorry um <sighs> It's right. It's a, it's it's starting to border on a prequel, quite honestly, because really th- they've addressed all the characters other than Walt and Jesse and their su- and their like supporting families. Um, but I think it still counts. Um, and
1: oh, it definitely ca- yeah. No, see, I it's a it's a. It's still fo- It's focused on Jimmy McGill, but yes. they have the, They have those like those guys. And really, like, it's
0: just this last season that, where they're trying to like, all right, let's link the timelines. Yeah, but, and but they're, the they're whole like those, prior those, story yeah. before that was like its own story.
1: Yeah, and they're like build. They're just building the. They're building the universe around the story of 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 Saul, who's a a very minor character. Well, and I shouldn't say he is a a supporting character in Breaking Bad. That's yeah. you know not as he's not in it as much as you think. Right. No, That totally that totally plays. I think that meets all the. Uh, I think that meets yeah. all the rules.
0: Again, there are no rules. I,
1: better Call Saul. I, I like it. Number three. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Um, I'm the. I still haven't thought of it, but uh, so I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to go. Turn my number, number two. two. <laughs> uh, I'm going to Creed movies. I, I love love them. Um, I had my doubts. I remember when I heard the the whispers that Creed they were they were doing this, and I was just like, Ugh, Jesus, like, we're, come on, Are we we're just gonna try to get a rocky pop here with some like terrible thing, and then started to pique my curiosity when it was like Coogler and Michael B. Jordan. I'm like, all right, maybe this will be, maybe it'll be interesting. We'll see. And I remember it came out. I went on my birthday to go see it. Oh no. Uh, I was, like, uh, it was Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's right. Right. So I went to go see it, and I think I saw it like three times in four days in the movies when it came out. Uh, I thought it was so good. Um,
0: I. Yeah. I was traveling uh, uh, on business, and I I went out by myself to the movie theater in Delaware to watch it.
1: Ah, uh, it was so good. The se- I was I got wait I got I hyped myself up too much for the second one, so I was disappointed. But I, I the second one's still pretty good so we'll see we'll see how they play the third one's not going to have rocky in it they're trying to completely separate the story now so um but uh yeah for me the creed the the creed prequel or the creed spinoffs are just awesome my number
0: two cobra kai never dies Ooh,
1: yeah that is Uh, that
0: i i think i mean it's yeah it plays i mean i mean it's the main characters, but it's years later and it's like a separate storyline. So I took it as a spinoff. Um I I did a quick internet search and the internet agreed with me. Um I just I I I get such enjoyment out of that show. Like I had it number one, but I had to bump it to number two. But I get such enjoyment out of that show. And I wasn't even that big of a karate kid guy growing up. Like obviously sweep the leg and you know the whole like mantis thing and wax on wax off all that yeah same as everyone else but uh,
1: yeah i guess i i guess is 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 it focuses on johnny but is Larusso in it too much i don't care like i I think it's a great (laughs) spinoff um gotcha yeah i think that uh yeah i think that's fine then
0: it's not a crossover. It's not a recast. Like you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. No, you're fair. Oh, and now I, I knew I'd remember it. This was this was supposed to be my five. Uh, Jay and Silent Bob. Oh, nice. From the so, Clarks. Not Good one. well. Not well. Not even yet. Yeah, not even a particular movie. Just those two characters, because they spin off into like twenty-five different <laughs> movies together. Okay. And nice. they have and they and they have their own. Good call yeah so sorry jay and I knew, I knew i i knew i should write that shit down
0: that was your five and then your four was
1: um shit what was my fire i already forgot again <laughs> oh my gosh wait wait i said the creed move i said creed um oh, shall- oh kenobi. A- kenobi i'm sorry kenobi, kenobi. yeah kenobi yeah. was four
0: yeah sorry i apologize okay so what was your number one
1: uh it's better call Saul. predictable Ah, uh, so predictable. I just—you're
0: in love uh, with that series. I, I really
1: am. I love. I love everything about it. They just the the story. You, you want
0: to take R- Ray Seahorn out for a nice seafood
1: dinner? Oh my God! Um, and just uh, yeah, just the fact that they they've been able to keep you keep you engaged and on edge with the storytelling when you know the fate of you know ninety percent of the cast. I just think it's just remarkable work by these guys. So, yeah, better call Saul. Give me, give me slipping Jimmy all day, every day.
0: All right. Well, you said it before, and I don't care. I'm going with it, Mandalorian. I just think okay. it's. And I, when I looked up the... Def, so, you, you said you didn't think it was, so that made, that's what prompted me to look up the definition when it said, a new series contain, containing characters or settings that originated in a previous series. So, the setting clearly it, it fits that. Um, and I, think, I still think somehow this is going to... Well, I guess you could say the crossover that he had into Boba Fett, which linked up with Luke like that even more ties it into other settings and other characters but I don't know I just I they've done and not I don't I'm not saying it's flawless but like they've just done such a good job with it and it's added so much to the Star Wars universe that I'm I'm saying it counts as a spin-off. I'm putting that as my number 1. Yeah, I, I go ahead. If good. if
1: I like I said I didn't think I didn't consider it a spin-off, but it would definitely if we had uh, if we had a spinoff uh, uh, expert come in and give us a ruling on that, and said he said yes, I would absolutely put Mandalorian in there. It's just it is fantastic. Yeah, can't wait for season. Uh, well, I might actually get my wish and have se- season three might be uh, the ruins of Mandalore, which would just be fucking sick. Yeah, that
0: that would be because I was pre- call- I, I was a backstory on a on a well, on yeah a, like yeah like the, yeah like them pre- try on, on a uh, spinoff.
1: A pre- yeah, a prequel off a spinoff off of like cur- like uh, like the ruins of it in present day, like just time jumping the shit out of that thing. Oh my god, it's like a it's like a wet dream for me. <laughs> so good. Um,
0: speaking hey, speaking of a spinoff off a spinoff or whatever, number one. I can't wait for the spinoff of the the six 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 six. Oh, there's another
1: cut. thing I didn't write down. I was gonna for number five. I was gonna say, can I just can I just pencil in Yellowstone six 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 in there? Because you said, just you uh, just know it's gonna be fucking awesome. It's gonna be so good. Yeah, yeah,
0: I, yeah. I, yeah, same thing. But the 1883, I don't know if that counts as a prequel nah, or spinoff.
1: That's that's oh that's oh that's that to me that's a. Uh, Pure prequel, no spinoff. Because I agree, no, they they labeled
0: it as a spinoff, and I'm like, no. There's that's no a character. Yeah,
1: like you, you have to have. To me, you have to have a character. It's got to be focused on a char- a small like a character that's in whatever it's being spun from. Um. Yeah.
0: Or, but the setting's not even the same either. Like, no.
1: Yeah. Hundred percent agree. That's just. Yeah, it's, that's, not, it's not.
0: the ranch. It's yeah. not like, and it's not the time period. It's nothing. Like at least, Mando shares the 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 setting, like the like the physical space and time period of of the yeah, Star Wars pure, universe.
1: Pure prequel. Agree.
0: But they are doing a backstory. Uh, a, a spin-off on the Bass Bass Reeves, the guy that Taylor Sheridan played in there. Are they? Yeah, ba- the Bass Reeves story. They're doing a, a spinoff off off okay. of that guy. Yeah, which I wanted to make note of.
1: It's just that the the yellow the Yellowstone universe is going to try to give the Marvel universe a run for its money. Yeah, that's a good point too
0: because we talked about the Marvels. We're like, where do the Marvels and like Star Treks and stuff like fit into all these all these offs? Like, do they even count or like? Are they all main know. characters, even within themselves? I I don't know. I don't think so. Who knows? S- somebody has a rule out there. Um. Anyway, so. Yep. Hope everyone enjoyed that thought-provoking. What counts as a spinoff? What are your favorite spinoffs?
1: Apolo- apologies, I was ill prepared and didn't write my stuff down.
0: Uh, the old mind failed you. It did. It really. Did. I know. I know what that's all about. That's why I take notes. Um but where your mind will not fail us is the <sighs> recap from Better Call Saul this
1: week. My God. Fun and games. Fun and games. Take it um, away, sir. Like this 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 was I love the a, open on this one. Yeah, so this, this was such a slow I guess you could call it a slow episode coming off of point um point and shoot. But like man, almost every scene was a home run in this episode. It was just so well done. The cold cold open is basically the three the three characters we left off the last episode: Mike, Kim, and Jimmy. Basically, doing what Mike said, they all have to go about their day like nothing happened. So Saul's Saul's with um Francesca getting Saul Goodman and Associates signed. Uh, put on the building, getting ready to see his clientele. Kim's just you know saving saving uh, you know poor poor helpless people in court doing her thing and Mike's in in their apartment cleaning up blood, digging digging <laughs> digging into the wall to get the bullet fragment out, which is just like awesome. I thought that was
0: um, I thought that was on the floor. I thought he had to like lift up the carpet and get the bullet. No, that's
1: why that's why they were plastering. Um, they were putting um spackle on the wall. I got gotcha. you um, later in the sequence that with the blood when they're wiping up the blood. Although I don't know why the guy's just like it seemed like he was like trying to smear that shit into the wood, not necessarily clean it up. Yeah, and they they shot it in. They basically shot it so that whatever the one character was doing to end a scene there was a mirror image of it in the next scene. Jimmy's getting, getting neck braces out of a box. (laughs) Yeah. Um, it, it was so good. And then it just ends with Mike, um, basically burning everything that was left of Howard, Howard Hamlin's life. Um, in a, in a, in a barrel on the beach. So, uh, great cold open. um, Jimmy, Jimmy's with Kim in a hotel room because they can't sleep in the apartment. gives gives her the line that Mike gave Saul after the desert when Saul asked, "How do you, like, how do you, how do you, how do you forget and, and move on after something like this?" And it's just the one day you're just gonna wake up and brush your teeth and go to work and just realize you haven't thought about it in a while. Um, we then go right to. Gustavo driving to Donaladio's. Um, another just a banger scene. Uh, Hector with my boys, the twins. Probably ring, 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 ring. probably the last time we'll ever see the twins. Uh, which uh, I, I I don't know why I love those two. I just love them. Um, uh, Wambos is there. So Hector basically is, tells Aladio that oh Lalo was alive this entire time. We just didn't tell anybody because this chicken man's plotting against us and Lalo was trying to prove it and you know it's like what do you say to this Gustavo and he's like I don't even think it warrants a response and he goes <laughs> a lot of you goes to the twins uh did you witness the call no did you you found his body right yeah it was burned uh dental records yeah they matched and he's like well Hector why don't you just go to my go to my bed and I'll send a couple, a couple ladies into you know give you give you a one Z and a two Z and uh we're we're just gonna call this a night and then he just keeps ringing that damn bell
0: <laughs> yeah
1: it's just it, the defense that guy the facial expressions that that guy does is are so good man i don't know the actor's name but it, it's just so god man like everything on the show is so good and um yeah, so he's that's it. That's all right. And <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, I'd invite you to stay, Gus, but I, I I don't want my breakfast ruined by that." Ding 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 ding. <laughs> I was so good. Um and so now he's he's now split up the territory. The south stays with the Salamanca's, but now the entire north goes to Gus working with uh with Bosa, which is how it was in Breaking Bad. Uh and then there's a great scene of um Gus goes right over to the this, right the spot of the pool where Max um, fell to his death after her. well he fell after he got shot in the brain <laughs> by uh, by Hector um, and it's like coming looking up from the pool at Gus Frank just banger stuff um, he 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 gets home tells Mike get let's we uh, immediately find a new crew to finish the lab and then there's a seat he goes it's about a nine minute scene and people are going nuts about this scene i i I was it was whatever for me um where he goes to a restaurant and has like has just has this long conversation with a uh the wine connoisseur i forget what they're actually called the waiter's name it uh, it starts uh, with an it starts with an s or yeah yeah that's what it is um and he just goes on about this bottle of wine, and you can tell like you don't know whether I, I doubt they were former lovers, but you could tell like Gus Somalia, there was an, a, there Somalia, was an, yeah. yeah there was an attraction between them, and Gus just really seems his guards down, which we never see, and he's really enjoying Wait, himself. Was the
0: guy really a som- uh, sommelier,
1: or was he a uh, yeah he a, was a sommelier yeah Oh, I thought he was just like a like a uh, no no, I don't think so. Um, and he. Uh, that guy goes back to go get a uh, a bottle of wine that he thinks Gus is going to enjoy, and then Gus takes takes a sip of wine, and then you know he basically just leave, gets up and you know it's like something a switch flicked in his brain to go back to armored armored uh, no emotion. Gus paid his paid his bill, leaving a I think he left a two hundred dollar tip, which was amazing. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he went about his business. So. You know, interesting saying that people are going nuts over that scene. Um, then we go to Mike. He's, uh, you know, he's still struggling with, you know. Why are um, people going nuts over that scene with People, Frank? they just, I, I don't know. They just love that it was uh, a side of Gus that you've never, we've never gotten to see before. And I'm like, okay, cool. I can't wait to pitch my, my Gus Fring backstory at the end of this <laughs> analysis. Um so Mike 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 goes to not Mike decides he's gonna tell Nacho he doesn't want, like, he just he feels still feels some guilt over Nacho so um wants to make sure that his father knows that he's not coming back you know that he died but that he you know he died he 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 got caught up with bad people but he wasn't a bad person and he had a good heart and ensures him that you know there there will be just his first death and the Salamancos will get theirs and you know he he's like thinking basically because he he's in a i he's thought that so, was a weird scene myself well i think the whole the whole purpose of it is, and they're they did the whole thing's between a fence right so they're each one of those is on a side of it and i think it's supposed to be mike mike thinks that they're the same because mike's son was killed right by two two dirty cops oh yeah which he then takes revenge on them and you know the way he wanted to handle it and mike 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 like mike's supposed to be maybe he's not supposed to be a moral compass but he has a code like he's not a he's not a good guy by any stretch of the imagination and he knows that but he thinks that he because he has a code that he keeps to that he's he's not he's not like he has a on, high ground compared yeah to exactly that. i have the high ground yeah exactly <laughs> and so he thinks that Nacho's father, 'cause father because who's now son has been murdered right by bad people um but he what? But you know, his son was aligned with them, but wasn't a bad person. Just like Mike's son, um, he thinks like he's gonna want he's he would want things to go the same as Mike, but he doesn't. His father is the opposite. He goes, "So my boy's gone, and you speak of justice." He's like, "It's just it. This is it's this is revenge." He's like, it, "All this leads to is just more killing after more killing." He's like, "All you gangsters are the same," and so it's really it's really. To me, it's a it's it shows Mike like that's a guy with a that like Nacho's father is the a, a actual guy with a moral code like he's not like that he's he's not a bad guy he's he's not he doesn't make bad decisions and then try to justify them like he doesn't believe in you know that way of life whereas Mike does so I I, I thought it was I I thought I liked the scene. Cause I thought it was, yeah, just based...
0: I, I personally whiffed on that then that I like, I like where you took it. And I think
1: that's more, again, this is where I, 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 I'm not team Mike because I'm just, I was just so team Walter white. So I still can't get, I don't gush over Mike. Like I know a lot of people do um, in the show, mainly breaking bad. I think he's been great and better call Saul. Um, but yeah, it's like, dude, you're just like, you are, you can say what you like. You're, you're a gangster man. Like, and he, and he said it, one of my favorite lines in the series of Better Call Saul was in the first season when he's talking to uh, <laughs> the guy with the pills, the Hoboken squat cobbler. And he goes – he calls him a criminal, and he's like, I'm not a bad guy. And he goes, I didn't say you were a bad guy. I said you were a criminal. You took something that didn't belong to you. I've known bad cops and good thieves. But once you take – once you cross that line, you that's what you are. And uh, so I just – I thought it was like a, a – I just thought it was a, a good scene. Um and then we really just go to Jimmy and Kim. So they, um, they, they had. You don't see them talk to the cops about Howard, but Mike, Mike tells Gus that they went and saw them. Uh, they go to, they're going to Howard Hamlin's, um, uh, I guess memorial service, right? Yeah, at the at the at the uh, I, at the company. They don't really tell you how much time has elapsed here from when you know when lalo shot him to when they are i feel like for like uh, a, an open case like this they put if this is only supposed to be a couple of days this happened really quickly to be having a memorial service for him already well it wasn't an open case well i mean they like yeah true all right fair point um anyway all right i'll keep going um they're they, they're in they're in the garage which that's where jimmy and kim had a lot of their uh encounters smoke breaks, er- yeah. yeah smoke breaks and and exchanges early in the series and I, I thought it was hilarious <laughs> because, huh? They got new trash cans because he kicked, he kicked and dented the one, the one, the one episode. Oh yeah. Um, and Saul makes a great line. He's like, "20 minutes, we can get through anything in 20 minutes." And within that 20 minutes, they realize that um, <laughs> they've cost a bunch of people their jobs because H H M is downsizing and moving downtown. Uh, they're changing the name, so. The legacy of both Howard Hamlin and Charles McGill is completely gone now. Like their their names die with you know with them at this point. And I I personally didn't mind the scene because I thought she was just awful in the one the one thirty seconds we got to see her. But they go up to pay their condolences to Howard's estranged wife. Uh, is that? What, should we call her strange? Uh,
0: there were, I would say, they had a rocky marriage. I don't think
1: they were estranged, yeah. estranged quite yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With his wife, who basically starts giving them the third degree because they were the last ones to see him. She's like, "Oh, so you're the you're the you're the Jimmy that was harassing Howard and you know pranks this and that." Um, and he played it off for he plays it off like really well, and she just keeps pressing about the issue, the drug thing, and everything. And then Kim, like kim just goes into complete like death kill mode and just break bad mode and it makes up makes up this story about how she one night a year ago walked in on howard basically snorting coke and then his wife just runs off crying and um yeah that was just like oh wow she really went for it i didn't really care like i like that that if that wife's gonna because she gives she uses the line she's like but you you know Cause she uses the time specific time period cause Howard said better, better part of a year that we've been in separate, you know, separate houses and all this stuff. Right. Right. So she uses that line. I mean, you would know better than anybody, but she wouldn't cause she's been a complete, she's basically written Howard off for the last year. Um, just you know, he just made start. her that
0: perfect cappuccino, and she just dumped ah, it into her. her yeah, into I, her mug. I, I, was just
1: like, I, part of me was like, Yeah, good for you, Kim. Teach her a lesson. Um, <laughs> well, I guess, well, Cheryl, guess that's your cross to bear. Um, all, all I could think
0: was that when uh, Jimmy said that, yeah, I guess I gave him the yitz for a year, and I was like, Yeah, Drew gives me the yitz on the podcast all the time. But I know, what, I know, what, I know what you're saying here jimmy mcgill
1: yeah but even jimmy was right he's like you know i i think i just did it because he had the one thing i never did the respect of my brother um which we, is we,
0: weaved in a little bit of truth into his life yeah
1: lie. yeah which is uh you know which is great so he he's weaving like he's showing not remorse i guess but like you can his, just see his,
0: he, some of his actual emotions yeah behind his whereas,
1: kim, whereas kim just goes full uh, like I said, full go for the juggler mode there with with the wife, and that leads them to the. They go back to the car, and Jimmy. I forget what Jimmy says to her, but then you know he said
0: it's over. I think something like that, like uh, we don't have to do that again, or something, something, yeah. something to that effect. And then
1: she just she he's next to his car, she's at hers. It's dark. They just look at each other for a couple of seconds with nothing, and then she just gives him a kiss. And you just you know you know it's it's about to be a wrap for those two at that point. Um she's got these like weird she has this weird interaction in court uh and tells the judge she can't defend her client anymore because she's no longer a lawyer so kim has now i don't know how that works i should have brought on al cooley to understand what that process would have been bringing the real live lawyer but i i I don't know why she had to why she'd have to call like why she just couldn't be like i'm just gonna stop practicing law like why she has to let them know but i don't know how that works um well, they and they always said
0: too, um, you know, when they were becoming lawyers, that like there's the moral code of a lawyer about like not lying about a case or this or that. I think they just had gone so far into their lives that she was like morally like how can I, how can I be on the side of the law when I yeah. have just committed so many atrocities at this yeah, point? Yeah, and
1: she, you know, her 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 uh, her big thing the last three seasons is she. She went from just being an excellent attorney for everybody, right, like using the law to prov- to help whatever client she had, to feeling like she was the one who should decide who the law should serve, right? Like that really started with um, the old guy who they tried to kick, the guy from the ranch who played the vet on the ranch, when they tried oh, when yeah. Mesa Verde wanted where had you know legally were within their rights to get him off the pro that property and she she basically it was she she thought that she it was that she knew best that they, that shouldn't happen and schemed with Jimmy to find a way to keep him there so I think that was ba- this was basically her like realizing like who am I to do any of this and um yeah so she quits the law which then brings us to she's back at their apartment he comes speeding in like a madman, and just goes on a tirade. Like, what did you do? Like, you can't do this. We gotta undo we, it. We can fix this. What can yeah? What can be done? What can be done can be undone. Which to me is the whole premise of the episode with all these characters. Like, you, th- there's no undoing what you can't undo the past. Like all these characters, and that this to me was more of the the Gus scene. That as much as they want to move on, like they're all stuck. They're all stuck with their actions. Like. Gus doesn't go any further with this interaction with this guy because he knows what the consequence. Like he he knows like he you know Max his his part like his partner and you know alluded to his lover died got shot in the head because he tried to be too bold with the cartel to get into business with them. So he knows this guy if he ever got in a romantic relationship, this guy would just be collateral. You know what I mean? It would be. Um, would be somebody that would put him in jeopardy, and wait, his lover got shot in the head. Max in Breaking Bad, his his partner, the cook. Yeah, wait. Yeah. Oh. In bre- in Breaking Bad, like when Hector shoots this whole the whole reason why the why Gus hates the cartel, like the whole the whole premise of both of these shows. Do they show that in the? In yeah,
0: the in, show? Better Calls,
1: in uh, Breaking Bad, that's like a flashback.
0: Oh, I don't even remember. They're that. at
1: yeah, they're at Eladio's, and uh Gus Gus is with his partner and um, he's T. Te- oh, he's- right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, and then Hector yeah, he- like they gave samples to Eladio's guys of the meth and uh yeah, and the yeah, cartel- my bad. I yeah, remember now. Yeah, the cartel got pissed so they shot Max. Um, but Gus however the back however your backstory uh spin-off is going to go. He was an important guy in Chile, so they couldn't. They they didn't kill him, uh, and yeah, like Mike, like he's stuck, like he's alone, like he can't do what he did, and that's, I get to me, that's what a lot of the episode was. But anyway, so he, you know, he's going on, like we can fix it. I'll, I'm going to get a type. I'll get the typewriter. You, uh, you know, I'll order the pizza. We'll, we'll fix this. Opens the bedroom door and, bitch, packed all her shit, man. She's ready to go, and then you have you just have just a heartbreaking scene where he's he's just a mess now. This this is basically this is Jimmy McGill at his lowest point, break just breaking apart, and for the first time ever in six seasons six, six seasons, he says I love you to her, and she says it back, and followed by uh, but who but so what? She says but but so what, right?
0: Yeah, I think that, yeah that was the line.
1: Yeah. But so what? And that's like. Whatever, like Jimmy, Jimmy McGill was like, was basically the meth coming out of the, uh, out of the oven. And then when Kim, when, 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 Kim when, when Kim says, but so what, that's Walter and Jesse just smashing the crystal. She, that's, that's just smashing Jimmy. Jimmy McGill has been completely smashed at that point. Uh And, uh, you know, he's, he's still trying to convince her. No. And she basically, yeah, she goes, we're, you know, together we're poison, like separately, we're okay, but we're just we just destroy everybody in our path when we're together. And he's like, "No, no, this isn't us." He's like, "It's that fucking Lalo." Sal- I I love when AMC takes the liberty of being able to use the f word every now and again. He's like, "It's that fucking Lalo Salamanca." He uh-huh. came in here, and we we talked about it after after the finale or the mid season. We 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 asked the question: Do we think Kim's ever going to tell Jimmy? if um she knew that Lalo was alive and she didn't tell right. him and that's the last thing she pulls out and he goes you knew he was alive and she goes on about it and she says and I didn't tell you because I knew what you would do and she goes on she's like you would have tried to protect me you would have had us get away and you would have had to stop the scam until we were safe and then we would have broke up and she goes, and I didn't want that because I was having too much fun. I was having too much fun. She chokes through her tears. Yeah, and then goes goes into the room, and all you it just fades out to, just you just see the back of Jimmy, and you just hear her taping up the boxes, yep. um, and then fade to the next scene. It's uh, you see some leopard sheets, a rotating bed, and then the top of Saul Goodman's bald head. Next to a seven dollar Albuquerque hooker, <laughs> so precisely <we've> now- <laughs> seven dollars. <laughs> um, yeah. So the time jump. So before we talk about the last four minute scene, yeah. So that that was the whole the whole time we've been you know when they start the series once we kind of found out what it was going to be, it was going to be Jimmy. How does Jimmy become Saul, and not just a bunch of episodes of G- of Saul Goodman's shenanigans in court. It was well. What 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 led to salt to, to Jimmy, completely just you know burying who he was and becoming the Saul Goodman character, wasn't Chuck's death, wasn't the <laughs> wasn't the Salamancas almost getting him killed in the middle of the desert, it was it was Kim just uh, the love of his life breaking his heart and leaving him. It's so always that, that way, isn't it? It's always a woman. Yeah, it is. And so like it's you know you can start to see where these guys are like, you're, you know, you're just, you're going to watch breaking bad differently with all that. Cause now, you know, in breaking bad. when you watch, you're like, ah, oh, this is just a, you know, he's just a, a sleazy, a sleazy, like quip, quip attorney. That's looking, just, you know, looking to stretch the law to make extra, extra cash. But really it's, he's just this tragic characters broken Just so he's been, yeah, he's been so broken that he, this, he takes on this persona just to bury, you know, to bury who he was in the hurt. So, I I liked I wasn't we neither one of us was right about Kim how Kim has exited didn't see that coming yeah we've been on the money for the pace of the show so far though we said the first episode we thought they would end they would get rid that would be Lalo's coming off the board we thought this episode they would this would be the culmination of the Jimmy McGill timeline and if if we hit this next. And then we, we thought the next episode episode 3 would be some type of hodgepodge breaking like some type just like more of what we thought the actual series would be Saul Goodman doing this crazy shit in court and like just like a comedy. Yeah,
0: meets Walter and then
1: somehow they just fast forward to Mr. To Gene, Pekovich. the last three episodes. So we've we've hit the timing of the episodes on the money so far. But yeah, we you thought Kim was gonna end up getting killed in the crossfires of her Pro Bono case, which I still think that would have been a hard. Would have been really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I thought that Jimmy I I thought that Jimmy was going to force her to leave by taking the sandpiper money and not giving it to her for the Pro Bono because just he I thought I think he was going to realize that she um she was just in too deep and just to protect her he was going to to get to, to push force her away her to, yeah. yeah so neither one of us was right she left her own so like like she said in season two you don't save me Jimmy I save me um, so she's she's the only character that really changed like, is trying identifies her problem and is is gonna try to change it and leave leave that life and do something else so I still think we'll see her in in the gene timeline. I don't think we'll see her in the Saul Goodman timeline. That would be like I said,
0: uh, you're only going to see her one time, like right at the end. And she's going to co- just be walking through the mall and come up to that Cinnabon and just buy some Cinnabons off of Gene tech And they're just going to look at each other and make the transaction and just go separate directions. You know,
1: you know, it'd be even more heartbreaking. I love that by the way. Um, cause everybody, everybody thinks there's this big, going to be this big something with Gene, this dramatic thing. And that would just be like, uh, no, he stays Gene Tekovich, and they had that moment. It would be even more heartbreaking if she showed up with, like, a husband and, like, kids, and he had to get all Ooh, of them sitting there. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, that's that or was supposed if, to be me. Or what
0: if it was like, oh, third trip to Cinnabon this week, Mrs. whatever, It's like, they could say a different name. <laughs> and she'd be like, yeah, like I just like the Cinnabons. And then, like, they, like, don't acknowledge it, but, like, she just keeps coming back just to, like, yeah. see him that would that would all be good i ah, i'm
1: i still kind of want to see him go back to Salt and again Bookman, just because
0: yeah. because he's in nebraska we're saying after she quit law maybe she goes back to nebraska because that's her home um so maybe that's where they just kind of cross paths
1: yeah um so they jump they jump for. we're uncertain if it's 2005 or if it's 2008 in the time jump I thought it was perfect, like, the way they did it with just, you see the back of Jimmy, and then, boom, we're right here with Saul, because that moment is the death of Jimmy McGill, so we don't need any more Jimmy McGill story, that's, it. he's dead and buried now, we're in Saul Goodman, uh, he's in his, he's in the house that we saw in the cold open of 6-1, which is great, <laughs> just, I, lo- I love how Oda Kirk just loves, like, being naked in scenes now, he's just like, yeah, whatever, shoot me naked, um, huh. Gets up, puts the earpiece in, he's in the shower, he's working the comb over, and, uh, he's in the closet, he's talking, he makes reference to a public masturbator, which, maybe they're, maybe they're alluding, maybe this could be the day he meets Badger, um, we don't know because that was, that was who he thought Badger was. He had his files mixed up. He's in he's in the, he's in in his dining room eating <laughs> and making calls. And the hooker comes in and he goes, breakfast bar, breakfast bar, take one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, driving in his car to his ad and then he rolls up to the office. And the office that starts the episode of Saul Goodman and Associates, you know, a, you know he's classed the place up with Francesca. It's now – the Better Call Saul office that we know from Breaking Bad. The associate sign goes down. He's got a cheap Better Call Saul sign. Some I, I would I wouldn't have minded seeing the scene with the Kettlemans where he buys the Lady Liberty um, inflatable, uh, <laughs> the inflatable Statue of Liberty. Right. Yeah. that would have been funny because I love the Kettlemans. That's on top of the building, and uh, he uh, he does he parks at a handicap spot. And he hit. The, well, we say we don't know the year. On his license plate, which they zoom in on, it says November oh5 and the handicap sticker that he <laughs> that he puts in his window says November 2008, and um, Breaking Bad starts in September of 2008 because it's Walt's birthday, so. little, uh, he walks walks into the office. Francesca now isn't is no. She's she's just she's she's not like the happy perky Francesca. She's now the you know the lewd crude receptionist we know from Breaking Bad, and the office is completely his office is no longer again the the water the waterfall wall she had got him and all this nice stuff. It's now the the trashy uh tacky Better Call Saul Constitution in the background pillars office that we know, and he sits down, and uh, he's Saul Goodman, man. So I-, I thought it was really good. Again, it's not – it wasn't this action-packed episode like the um, 6-8 was, but I-, I just thought every scene was a home run, like banger after banger. Yeah, I mean, well said. Um, But this
0: is where I wanted to go with – and I, I started to-, to build this a little bit last week with uh, Gus Fring. Speaking yeah. of spinoffs, because they said they're going to give us another spinoff. Did they? Yeah, I, I, I thought so. Did they, did they not? I don't did, think so. Did I make that up? I think okay. you made that up. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I think you made that up. Well, we need a Gus Fring spinoff because, again, there's just too many things here of, like, how, how does this guy know how to, like, you know, murder people, whether it's the box cutter or, you know, the scene with Lalo uh, you know, just all this random stuff that's going on um, I, 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 I think what would be a sweet backstory for Gus Fring is if he was in like the elite forces in Chile and like that's how he's like this badass but then like he has the, again he's confronted with a choice of breaking bad of like getting in with these uh, with the cartel and I think he probably has, like, this gay lover over there. And I'm thinking maybe he has a dishonorable discharge, not from the, him with the cartel. But, may I don't know, I'm thinking back in, like, what, the 60s or something? If you were gay in Chile, maybe, like, they like, kicked him out of the elite forces or something. Mm. Okay. So then he's, like, that's, like, his moment of Breaking Bad. Like, you know what, I'm not a bad person, but, like, they're going to paint me this way. So, like why don't i just get mine and he breaks bad goes into the cartel the rest is history that's my
1: that that's my backstory for gus Fring. <laughs> Solid. i like it you, you if they do do another spin-off you know who it's going to be no it's going to be the adventures of badger and uh, skinny pete uh, i thought you're going to say the twins oh god dog. i'm i'm all I'm, I'm i'm all team let's do the uh the salamanca spin-off uh, by the way, that guy's name is Mark Margolis. Which
0: guy? Uh, Hector Salamanca.
1: Ah, God. So good, man. I and wish they- he,
0: he is in um, uh, Scarface. He's the shadow in Scarface. Oh, and yeah. he's Antonio Napa in Oz.
1: I never saw Oz. I didn't either. I, I've been meaning to, to watch that. He's also uh, Hank Moody's father in Californication, which I don't know if you'd like that. It's... I tremendous show. It's hilarious, but I'm not sure if you'd uh, might be a little too raunchy for you. Yeah, we all know I'm uh I'm uh offended by raunch. You're a little bit of a prude. Um but yeah, so it's been great. I this is where it's like, yeah, I wish it was on Netflix, but I still kind of like that it you you have to wait each week so you're just not you know, you're not done it and then doing whatever. Um but, yeah, I still th- – I, I do think – I'm sticking with next week I think is more of a hodgepodge of, again, like Saul – this is like the Saul Goodman episode, and based on the teaser, the teaser's again, black and white again. This, and it's definitely a mall opening. Like the, it's dark and the lights start to come yes. on, and yep. they're in a department store, which the background is him like screaming like, all right – like, action, action, like he's filming a commercial like he was doing earlier in the series, I I think that it's going to end with him as Gene, this episode will end with another time jump with him as Gene Tekovich in the mall. Yep. Yeah, probably. I think that's what it'll do. Maybe we get two Saul Goodman's episodes, maybe they stretch it and we do two, just two Gene, but I don't know, they've been pretty, the, tees, the, the teasers have been pretty on point and I can't think of why the hell Saul Goodman would be in the mall. So we'll see how it goes, but it's so good. Four episodes left. Ugh, I'm going to miss it, but I'll be watching it on Netflix nonstop anyway. True. All right, Drew, uh,
0: love of the recap per usual. Um, my man, good talk. See you out there.
1: Big kisses, Jorge.
0: Sit down.
1: Pull you that first round. You got an open count, toss it out. Everybody's cordial right now. Stir up the crowd, get you that second round. Go on and throw it out, talk about anything that makes you get loud.